Hello, welcome to another episode of The Rundown. I'm Sunny Galt. I'm a messenger with United Network News. UNN is the official news channel for CARE, which, if you haven't heard of us before, stands for the Center for Amity and Restoration of Earth. Now, I know that may seem kind of hard to believe. We're talking about the restoration of Earth. Doesn't it feel like the whole world is falling apart? Well, it is always darkest before the dawn. And you may not see a lot of stuff happening right now, but the truth is our planet is changing on a huge, huge level. And the people who have been running the planet for a very long time, those people are actually gone. But now all of their minions are disappearing as well because they are making what we call poor life choices. We are here to restore the planet and we have a lot of help. A lot of beings, let's just put it that way. A lot of beings are helping us with that. And I know for some of you that listening to this, that may seem a little cuckoo. <laughs> oh, they're going to talk about the ETs. But what we do, we don't just talk about ETs. We talk about what's really happening on this planet. We call it the real news. And you're going to hear stuff that you will never hear, I don't believe, ever on mainstream media. Maybe some alternative media but they're giving you a warped down version of it that's half truths. And that's because it's really all coming from the same group of people. The same three-letter agencies that run the mainstream media also run alternative media, at least any, any of the alternative media outlets that have a decent following. Okay, So you can't trust it, truly. But with us, like I said, we report the real news. We have a newscast that comes out through our online distribution platform at unitednetwork.tv. And it comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you want some more information about that and learn how you can become a member and get access to all of our content, again, visit unitednetwork.tv. In our podcast, though, we focus on some of the stories that we cover on the newscast. It's kind of like a highlight reel. <laughs> I pick out some of the, the big things that I think might interest you. And that includes everything from our local stories, which is told through our field messengers. We talk about the new earth and where our planet is going. And we get you, we get your brain just thinking about the possibilities because it truly is limitless. And it's a really exciting time for humanity. We talk about regional stories. Some of these stories you may have heard on the news before, but we try to bring out stories that specifically impact the people. We don't report on government stuff. We don't care what the government is doing. The governments are broke, and they're probably very likely going to go under. So we, you know, instead talk about things that really impact you guys. And whenever possible, we try to read between the lines. So if there are mainstream, you know, stories out there, Usually there's some sort of truth in there, <laughs> so we try to dig in there to find that information for you. And then we have what we call our World Situation Report, and Kimberly Gogan from the Office of the Guardian joins us for that, and I do have a couple of sound bites for you guys today taken from today's report. And you may be wondering, well, how do you have access to all this information? You say that you report the real news, no one else does, so what makes you so special? <laughs> And that's because we have access to the highest security clearance on the planet. And that is done through the Alpha system. And Kimberly Gogan runs that system. And she is able to access meetings and information that would just make your head explode. So we bring that information and we share it with you. 
on the newscast. And like I said, some stuff may seem a little out there if you're brand new and you're just coming from mainstream media or maybe even dabbling in the alternative stuff. This may be stuff you haven't heard of before. In fact, I know it would be, at least some of it. But I encourage you to stick with us and not just to take our word for it. See, that's how we got into this mess. We just believed whatever talking head was on the TV and, you know, because our lives were busy. We had a million other things to do and we thought they had our best interest at heart. And it turns out they didn't. And so don't do that anymore. (laughs) You need to use your own discernment. So please take the information, let it kind of sink in a little bit, do your own research. You can search for a lot of the stuff that we talk about online. I know the internet has been scrubbed a lot, but you'll still find some remnants on there. Think critically and ask questions. Okay, here is the rundown for Monday, November 13th, 2023. Okay, we kick things off with our field messenger reports. And these are people just like you, everyday people just telling us about the news that's happening in their community. Now, quick note for those of you who may not be familiar with our newscast or have, you know, heard my story before, but I actually come from the news business. I went to journalism school and I worked in small television markets and I know exactly how the news comes together. And let's just say that while I think a lot of local news stations have the best intentions, that a lot of the information they are given is coming from sources that do not have the best intentions. And so the news gets skewed. And we don't want that, right? We're reporting the real news. And we think the best way to get that information is from people on the ground, just like you who care about your community, and want everyone else to know what's going on because they can't pull the rule, the wool over our eyes. If we have someone on the ground that's saying, yeah, uh, mainstream media is saying this, but you know, <laughs> this is what's really happening. Let me show you. Let me take out my smartphone camera and just show you what's going on. This is how we dispel all of the lies that mainstream media has been telling us for a very long time because there is an agenda. If you want more information on how to become a field messenger, you can go to unitednetwork.news. There is, in the main navigation for our website, there is a tab for field messengers, and there's a ton of information there for you. So our two stories we're going to talk about today. The first one is from Harrison, and he is in Kenya. And I love this. It's such a simple story But again, it's about breaking down these barriers and seeing how other people live their lives. And so Harrison has a couple of fields that he wants to plant seeds in to grow various types of crops. And so his whole story is about how he's using the oxen plow method. So he had two oxen, right, the animals and oxen, two of them lined up side by side. And they were helping to plow these fields for him. And apparently the oxen, they're indigenous to the area. This whole process is really how people in this area of Kenya, how they farm. And I don't need to tell you guys that if we all just got back to more original ways of farming, we would not have all these dangerous chemicals in our food. We would not be poisoned by these huge corporations And we are going to have to go through a period of, 
you know, really getting back to basics, which is why I really like this, this report that Harrison did. And what I thought was really great too. So he's talking about the oxen and and this is a small operation. Like I think in the video, there was the oxen and then there was someone um, that was kind of wasn't steering the oxen. The, The oxen were just kind of going on their own, but from the back, there was the actual plow part of it, if you will. So the oxen were pulling the plow. And so what, like, th- you know, two animals and a, and a, you know, person that's kind of driving the whole thing. So it doesn't take a lot of manpower to do. But what I loved about this is that he was saying that the oxen actually know, and maybe this is through experience, I'm not sure, but they know how to turn around. So, you know, your field is only so big, right? So you kind of make a line and then you go and you turn around and the oxen instinctually know, I believe, how to turn around and then also how to keep the line straight, (laughs) which I thought was incredible. I can't even do a straight line, right? So anyway, great report from Harrison. Thank you so much for showing us how you plow in Kenya. And our second story is from India. So Lishezron, he actually interviews Dr. Rosendro, who has spent the last 20 years saving, preserving, and regrowing different species of plants And there's plants, but, you know, it's more for, I believe, medicinal purposes. There may be all sorts of plants in there, but he he specifically mentioned medicinal plants. He's been doing this since 2002, which is incredible. And I believe they said over 300 species of plants have been planted in this area. So you can imagine, totally transform the area. And it's not just about one guy doing this. But now that, I mean, it's beautiful, it's lush, you know, looks amazing. Now they have local volunteers to help maintain the plants. So this is just, you know, it's a story of inspiration of what, you know, a small community can do. So many people, you know, we talk about, at least our news team, I don't know if we talk about it a ton on the news, but behind the scenes, we talk about the people that do and the people that just say they're going to do stuff and you know, never really do anything. Make sure you're a doer. Because for a lot of things, you know, people are people are like waiting for money and things like that. And I know money can help. But there's so much you can do without money. I mean, you guys would be amazed at what we've been able to do at UNN with just minor, minor financial resources. It's absolutely incredible. And Dr. Rosendro did the same thing. And you can too. Let's talk about the new earth because that's exciting, right? We all want to know where our planet is going and know about the amazing things that are happening. And so we kick things off with an interview with one of our friends, Carrie Kay. You may be familiar with her YouTube channel. And one of the questions I had for Carrie was, by the way, she's like a spiritual advisor, okay? or spiritual teacher, I think is what she calls herself. But she does so much. And she's always so spot on with things. And today's interview is no exception. Because I asked her, okay, so communication is changing, right? We're all regaining skills that we had. We didn't even know we had. So things like telepathy and, you know, telekinesis and incredible things we talk about on the news. 
Well, that's coming back to us. We are having to relearn all of this stuff. When it comes to communication, though, how do we know who we're actually talking to? So if we put something out into the universe and we're trying to establish communication, who who should we be trying to converse with? Is it God? Is it the universe? Should we be trying to reach out to ETs? It seems like, you know, you could you know, pretty much go to whatever YouTube channel. There's like a million different channels that are talking about, oh, so, so-and-so is channeling this ET race. And personally, I've never felt super comfortable with that. I've always felt more comfortable talking to God, which is also the universe, as Carrie explains. But I thought her answer was very beautiful. And she talks about, listen, you're never going to know And you don't really have the right, she says, to even reach out to do that kind of stuff until you realize that your divinity is within you. You have to search inward first to know who you are before you can really, you know, converse with other people out there. And as she was saying this, I was I was thinking about a way to kind of equate this and into communication terms that, you know, people of today's age would understand. It's kind of like ringtones for your phone. (laughs) Okay, you have your ringtone, but you got to establish that first. You have to have your phone, your setup, your everything before you can connect with other people. You're never going to know their ringtones until you have what you need in order to reach out. Right. So anyway, great interview with Carrie Kay. I encourage you guys to check that out. We also have a story on ocean empowerment. And this comes from a South African town that created or launched, built, (laughs) Parley Ocean School. And the reason they did this is because there apparently was a high incidence of drownings in the area, and it was created to help underprivileged youth. So what the Parley Ocean School does is they provide swimming courses, mindfulness training, information about the ocean. The whole idea is to encourage safety and passion for the ocean. And they employ what they call the AIR strategy, which I thought was pretty genius. That stands for Avoid, Intercept, Redesign. And they're talking about plastic waste. So this is all about ocean conservation as well. In fact, they even organize regular beach cleanups. So look at all the good that they're doing in their community. Absolutely amazing. And our third and final New Earth story is about Katia, who is 73 years old, and she has turned her home into a refuge for hummingbirds. And she's been doing this for a long time. It all started with a one-eyed hummingbird that she nursed back to health 12 years ago. And it's not like she's got a big house. She has an apartment. And to this day, she provides care for the sick, injured, and even orphaned hummingbirds. So again, anyone can make a difference. She's 73 years old and helping hummingbirds. All right, let's dive into our regional news. And This first story, oh, it kind of ruffles my feathers here. We are talking about oil, oil companies and some of the things that they are doing to harm specifically, for this story, Ugandan and Tanzanian families. So apparently they're working on the construction of what they say is the world's largest heated crude oil pipeline. 
And the name of that is, just in case you want to look it up, East Africa Crude Oil Pipeline. A French oil company called Total Energies is the company behind this construction. And this company has apparently overlooked some local customs and traditions regarding grave sites for these families. They have damaged hundreds of them. And they've caused these people spiritual and psychological distress. In fact, they've displaced 100,000 people because they want to build a pipeline. You know, it's so frustrating to me. And we have seen like activist groups come to the aid. In fact, they did it, you know, with this. There was legal action from activist groups. And we've seen this with other pipelines and things like that. But what we're going to see moving forward is this being taken a lot more seriously. There is absolutely no reason why this pipeline has to go in this place and cause such harm to these Native families. Absolutely none. But, you know, we don't get a lot of coverage of this as far as the media is concerned because this is like a nuisance to the big oil companies, right? And we know they have their hand in like a million different industries, such as the pharmaceutical industry. And so it's big business for them. And they don't really care if they decimate someone's grave site. I mean, honestly, they don't care. Everything is about dollars to them or whatever currency they're dealing with. But we are going to see moving forward, this is taken much more seriously. I don't even think we probably need this pipeline. I mean, there's much better, you know, natural resources out there and things that we can use besides harming uh, people's native land. So this is ridiculous. Again, there has been some legal action from activists, but the construction, at least at this point, remains ongoing. Our next story is about a new law that was passed in California, where I live. (laughs) Yay, California. And it's supposed to come out, like, supposed to be enforced starting January 1st, so beginning of 2024. And it's called the Ebony Alert. And what it does is it prioritizes missing black youth. So you may have already heard of the Amber Alert. So you're supposed to get notifications like on your phone. You may see signs on the highway and they'll give you like a description of a child that's missing. And it's not just for cell phones and highway signs, but the information is also supposed to go out on radio, TV, social media. Anyway, they are now wanting to separate and have a special program for black youth as opposed to apparently everybody else. I guess everyone else is an Amber Alert, but if you are considered black, then you get the Ebony Alert. Now, the reason they say that they want to do this is because cases involving black individuals often receive less media attention even though they comprise of about 38% of all missing people. Now, if that stat is true, first of all, that's horrible. If that is where we're at, and I don't have all of the information behind those numbers or even if those numbers are accurate, but that obviously needs to be changed. My question in all of this is, are we just, I was going to say putting a Band-Aid on the situation, but this is not even a Band-Aid. Okay, because 
we already have a program for this. Obviously, the Amber Alert program is broken. (laughs) But does that mean that we segregate our children even further? You know, we create a separate one just for black children. I, I don't understand this. If we are supposed to be one, which we all know that we are one people, okay? <laughs> there is no difference, you know? <laughs> it's really frustrating to me because this kind of comes off as like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. They say that this is going to help. But think of all the people that are going to feel even more segregated because there's an extra program for this. What we need to be doing is perhaps even doing away with the Amber Alert and find something that actually works, which we know (laughs) that these types of programs are often linked to human trafficking in general. But no, 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 we don't want to go there. We don't want to go. We don't actually really want to fix the problem. We just want to segregate the people. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Next story is about a UK supermarket chain. I hadn't heard of this chain before, but I'm not in the UK. It's called Booths, okay? And they have decided that they are removing almost all of their self-service checkouts. You know, like the little computer and, you know, you do everything yourself. And this is based on customer feedback because the customers are saying that it is slow, it's unreliable, it's impersonal, and then you have a tendency to mess stuff up (laughs) if you don't use it a lot or if you need to purchase something like alcohol, you know, things get jammed, you know, something has to be reviewed, they need to see your driver's license, whatever the case may be, right? But the people that are kind of against them removing these automated services say this could lead to longer queues and wait times. But what I think is interesting about this article overall is that people are starting to prefer human contact over convenience. I know this isn't convenient for everyone. Some people look at these machines and are like, oh, I just want, you know, someone to run, <laughs> run everything through it that knows what they're doing. But what I find, and, and I, I often think this way when I go through, you know, these self-checkouts, is how impersonal it is. And there is something interesting and can kind of feel good about having a real person there. I don't know about you, but I usually strike up a small conversation, especially if I feel like they're feeling, you know, a little down or something like that. I'll try to make eye contact. It's kind of one of my things that I do. So I don't try to do the self-checkout unless there's just like huge lines everywhere else. But I think that there is something about connecting with other humans and that we're missing that. I mean, I don't know, maybe it's because everyone's staring at their smartphone 24 hours a day, but we are missing that personal interaction. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if if we saw more of this happen. Machines are great for a lot of things, and I think technology can help replace some of the mundane things and mundane jobs that people just don't want to do. My question is, is this really one of them, or is there a way to still involve some real humans in this process. I don't know. We'll see. Just something to think about. And our final story in our regional news has to do with Ofcom. So if you haven't heard of Ofcom before, they are the UK's communication authority. And they have some new guidelines under their new 
Online Safety Act. And this is about online behavior. So they are mandating that tech companies monitor and combat what they call harmful content, which they probably would include this podcast (laughs) into the category of harmful content. And they're even including private encrypted messages, which makes you wonder, right? That's private. What's the harm, you know, in people sharing content like that? But still, they're going after everything. And what I think is interesting about this is some of the companies that would be most affected by this, so the article lists Proton, WhatsApp, and Signal, have actually threatened to leave the UK market or legally challenge the government rather than compromise their encryption. Because they know that they don't have a business. I mean, people go to some of these sites like the Proton Mail. You guys familiar with that? I don't really know how safe that is, so I'm going to reserve judgment on that. But people go there because they know that Gmail is not secure, right? And Yahoo Mail, and does anyone use AOL anymore besides my husband? He still uses, he has an AOL.com email address. And these companies know that if this goes through, which it hasn't been 100% approved yet, it says Ofcom plans to enforce the code by the end of 2024. But it has to get parliamentary approval and some other things need to happen. But they know if this goes through that their business might be done for, right? So I don't know if they're necessarily doing this out of the goodness of their heart. That would be surprising. (laughs) But still, we have to be on the lookout for this type of activity, these types of laws being passed. It is a... um, a blatant infringement on our personal rights. Now it is time for the World Situation Report with Kimberly Gogan from the Office of the Guardian. If you haven't heard of Kimberly before or her title, Office of the Guardian, this isn't something we just made up. We didn't take it from Marvel or some comic book or some, I don't know, hit TV movie, something out there. This is a real position. It's been around for a very long time. Multiple people slash beings have held it in the past. Kimberly's role is really important because she is helping us transition our entire planet and humanity transition to the light. And she is helping with the restoration of the planet, which is no simple task. (laughs) And what we're seeing right now is there are a lot of people who are being clued in as to all of these changes that are happening in the world right now. And there are people that were promised a lot of money, fame, fortune, titles, you know, insert whatever into the blank space here, promised a lot of things and are now finding out that they basically are on the wrong side. We have transitioned into a light period. There's still a heck of a lot of stuff that has to be done. So this is by no means the end of the story. (laughs) This is a beautiful beginning, a beautiful new chapter in Earth's history. But there's a lot of people that don't want that to happen because they were on the old playbook, which is kill, destroy, steal, you know, do a lot of horrible things to humanity. And that's how they got money and that's how they made their living. But that is not how things are going to operate moving forward. So we're trying to get the information out there as much as possible. But there are some people, I tell (laughs) you, some people are 
you know, just going to wait this thing out, it seems like, until the very bitter bitter end. And it seems like that's going to happen sooner than later. So right now what's going on is Monarch Military has stepped up to the plate. They are the latest group to say that they are now in charge. And apparently the Rothschilds told them they were in charge, but the Rothschilds hold no real power anymore. Uh, they were a huge family and did a lot of nefarious stuff in the past, but that time is gone. Their name, Rothschild, still holds a lot of street cred, apparently, but that is waning as well. And so today's date is November 13th. Two days ago, we had 11-11, which is an interesting date for a lot of reasons. In the past, this has done, you know, when we were in the dark age, there were different portals and things that could open on this date. And what Monarch Military was hoping would happen on the 11th was that they would get some help from higher places. And that didn't really happen. But they did a lot of bad stuff trying to make that happen, such as ramping up the war in Israel, a lot more deaths over the last few days, and stuff to just harm humanity in general. But I guess if there's an upside, they are starting to see that something is wrong. Nothing they are doing is working and they are making some comments like, hey, that consciousness, that evil being that we're trying to conjure up by killing all these people in Israel and, you know, in the Gaza area, like, that's where's that being? That being what apparently doesn't exist anymore. So as part of our world situation report today, Kim does a little explanation of 1111, which I think is interesting there's a lot of stuff. If you just Google 1111 online, a lot of people say that they see the clock or a date or they they see 1111 in a lot of places. I happen to be one of those people. Believe it or not, my twins were born on 1111. So I feel like I see it all the time. And I'm wondering if there's a correlation between this because something momentous has happened in the past on this date. It's an alignment. And I'll let Kim explain. The alignment on the 11th was something that has not happened in about 3 billion years in wow. our time. Oh, okay. uh, and the last time it happened before that uh, was the beginning of all creation. Now, let me kind of explain to you why and how this worked. So, and it was a rough day, guys. I'm not going to lie here. I mean, these guys were crazy this weekend. Um, and... So what what happened was at the beginning of creation was source, I guess you would say, for lack of a better term, almost uh, split in two, you know, for the creation of anti-source and mm -hmm. the creation of source. And at that time, in the beginning of creation, there was a direct alignment between what you would call anti-source or the source of all darkness, uh, source, our sun in, in Earth, which then eventually started the creation of planet Earth as we know it. Mm -hmm. Well, it's battered and torn at the moment, but that's at its original creation. So the alignment took place again at the beginning of the Dark Ages. So initially it was a neutral where there was a co-creation that would happen with using dark matter and light matter in the way that it happens in a neutral age. Then when 
the last time it happened three billion years ago is when the alignment happened again, and then the dark source eclipsed source. Mm. So then we began the rule in the dark age. You see who's on top. It's like that hand game you played as a kid, you know. <laughs> uh, and then what happened this time is source and anti-source, so to speak, source dissolved anti-source during the alignment, which then eventually trickled down about 24 hours later here on Earth, which began the creation under the new age, which then started changing all the computer coding, which then started changing the fabric of reality. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, yes, we already went into the light age. Yes, all of these things took place, but the, you know, and it's been moving closer and closer to a direct alignment based on the quantum flip that happened a few months back. But now the change has been complete at the highest level. Therefore, it's going to start trickling down into the whole multiverse. Well, this is one of the signs that Monarch started to notice over the weekend because they were expecting the opposite to happen. They knew about the alignment. They knew this was going to happen. But I think probably at best what would have happened is we would have transitioned into the neutral age whereby we would have had equal standing, so to speak, right. is what was initially going to happen. Now, is that what their books said or their indicators said? I have no idea at this point because I'm running around shaking my head most of the time when it comes to these people because I'm like, I'm not really sure what they're doing. Uh, mm -hmm. I know that they went back uh, this weekend. Uh, Monarch military actually took an F-35 jet, did a nice flyby over Durango. Thank you very much, guys. Yes, I it, like is like window shaking at that height. You know, it was very low. And they went back to Cortez, which is about an hour from here. Uh, and they tried to use the machine. They brought a looking glass type machine there a while ago uh, after most of its connections and Cheyenne were severed. So this is months ago and <clears throat> tried to make that function this weekend. They were very frustrated because they couldn't really understand what was going on. Uh, and why that didn't work anymore. I don't know why everybody doesn't talk in these ranks. I have no idea. You know, they it's like they try to hide things from their lower ranking officers. Yeah. Uh, and it happens consistently because, you know, and that's why every single time we go down a rung in people uh, that think they're on top, uh, you know, there's this whole unfortunate learning process that takes place. Mm -hmm. you know, where they have to try to figure out what's happening and what's not happening. So do they actually know the real story behind what the alignment was this weekend? You know, I don't, th I don't know. Uh, but you do now. Yeah. Uh, so that's all a positive thing for us. Uh, it's definitely helped us clean up a lot of stuff and save me a lot of time because, there's a, a hundreds of programs for various consciousnesses and all kinds of different things that existed during the dark age. And we've been, you know, picking and poking and pulling and, you know, getting rid of things. And it's taking, you know, you can only do so much in a day. And yeah. it's been billions of years. So, you, you know, you got to kind of give us a break. 
You know, this is one of the reasons uh, last Friday we didn't have the World Situation Report, which is why we didn't have a podcast episode, is because Kim was giving us, just uh, the news team, just a brief overview of what was going on. We were trying to determine if we should have a World Situation Report, but Kim was running around doing a bunch of different things. And I remember her saying, there's something going on here. It's not human. You know, so it had nothing to do with monarch military and the deep state running around doing their nonsense. But she could sense that this was not human. And then this is what was going on, the whole thing with the eleven eleven and gearing up for that. Okay, so let's, for our second soundbite here, let's talk a little bit about November 15th. So even though we didn't have Kim on the news on Friday... She did kind of leave us a little message that I read at the end of the newscast about some of the things that were going on. And we kind of teased this idea that, hey, according to the archivist, November 15th is going to be a big day for humanity. And so now we get a little bit of an explanation as to why and how this is going to help hugely, if that's a word, (laughs) with the restoration of our planet. So we told you last week about what the archivist said to the military. And they had six days to perform this function. So in other words, they have six days to go around telling all the commanding officers everything that has happened, which takes us to the 15th. Because on the 15th, there is going to be an enormous shift. And I'm going to leave it at that because I do not help my enemy. So there'll be another large shift that's going to happen on the 15th. And they are running around, the ones that are, let's just say, have some common sense and were worth talking to as far as the archivists were concerned. Uh, they have been running around all weekend long uh, over the last, I should be say, say Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They have been running around trying to talk to all the commanding officers to try to talk some sense into them before they are no longer needed on this planet. Mm-hmm. And that time, the clock is ticking. I mean, we're 48 hours away from this now. So, yep. um, <clears throat> again, everybody has taken the time to speak to Monarch, which are they telling the other militaries? No, of course they're not telling anybody. They're going to do business as usual. Why? Because some crazy old British people told them so. <laughs> and. And everything will go around in a circle and around in a circle. And come Friday, everybody is going to be angry. Those are, that are left walking this earth are going to be very angry because they didn't get paid again. And then this, we're going to keep doing this over and over again until someone takes charge and actually follows through with what they said they were going to do. Mm-hmm. So at this point, I am no longer going to ask for permission from governments in this world. I am going to beg for forgiveness at some point in time. And it comes the same, it's the same thing with the operatives and the same thing with everybody else. I am not going to run around in circles and I'm not going to watch you run around in circles anymore either. We have a planet to run. We have 8 billion people that are believing that you are something special. And so therefore, in order to change the world, we are going to use you to do it. You are paid actors. Let us not forget who you actually are. When you get on TV and you talk, that's who you are. So you're going to get on TV and say exactly what we want you to say in order to keep you alive. Because right now, you have a bunch of very angry operatives that haven't gotten paid. 
Yeah, that is certainly a situation that I would not want to be in. But this is what they do. They've been promising money and, oh, you're going to get paid on this day. And, oh, you're going to get paid on that day. And it's just lie after lie. So Kim is right. The buck has to stop somewhere. We have been more than patient with people. The archivists have gone out and tried to explain stuff and physically removed people from this planet when they acted obnoxious, okay? We have done everything we possibly can. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on November 15th. But we have to move forward. And demands are going to be made. Demands are going to be made and you either do it or you're gone. And that, my friends, is how humanity is going to move forward. Okay, so I hope you I hope you enjoyed today's review. <laughs> today's review of the news for Monday, November 13th. If you want more information about who we are and what we do, please check out unitednetwork.tv. That's where you can get access to all of our shows, all the UNN newscasts, complete world situation reports, original series. If you want to read some of the news that we have up there, you can go to unitednetwork.news. And on the news portion of the site is where, again, we have all that information about our field messengers. So be sure to check that out. There's also a link on our news site at unitednetwork.news slash connect. And that will give you all of our links, which include everything, like all the channels for Telegram, our Telegram groups, all of our websites. It's kind of a one-stop shop. If you enjoyed this episode, if you learned something, please pass it along to someone else that needs to hear this information. This is The Rundown, and I'm Sunny Galt for United Network News, signing off.